Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Cecil Murphy. Cecil has authored many books, including 90 Minutes in Heaven and Christmas Miracles. Welcome once again to Destiny Moments, Cecil. Thank you so much for having me. I wanted to ask you, how did you come to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Well, it's a, it's a very long story, but it goes something like this. I didn't have much of a... I had very little Christian training. My parents, my dad never went to church. My mother went occasionally. And, uh, probably uh, my whole childhood, I probably never went to church more than 40, 50 times. Um, but uh, when I was uh, uh, 21, I was in the Navy uh, trying to find myself, you know, like a lot of guys. And uh, fell in love with this woman, wanted to marry her, spend the rest of my life with her, and she dumped me. Um, and, you know, it just broke my heart. And I realized, although I realized I was probably not the only guy in the world who ever, whom this had happened, it really drove me to seek for some answers. I remember saying, okay, God, if there is a God, show yourself. There's got to be more to life than be born, died at the end, ups and downs in the middle. And um, I started reading the Bible, New Testament, actually. And um, I got to Rome, I think, Got to Romans ten twenty. It says, "I was sought for. The, I was found to those who sought not for me." And I thought, I wasn't really looking for God; just looking for some answers. And then I thought, you know what? I believed this. So what do I do now? And I really didn't know what to find. I thought, well, I guess I better go to church. So I started going to churches, and that's how. I got, that's how I got started. Wow. Well, we know that. God has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for every person. And his desire is to journey with, with everyone. Um, I know this time of year we see, maybe I'm just more sensitive to, it, sensitive to it, but of Christmas miracles. You penned the book Christmas Miracles. Talk to me about that. Uh, well, um, uh, I, I, actually the publisher came to me with that idea. Um, they knew it was it's in a, it's a secular house. It's not a Christian house, um, but but they said, you know, uh, we've been hearing some stories here and there. How about writing a book on Christ, Christmas miracles? So I said, yeah, okay, and um, got a co with a co-author, um, and uh, so that's how it came about, and we started collecting. We started collecting stories and, uh, uh, you know, put some of our own in there. And, and it just really went very, very well. We also did a follow-up book called The Spirit of Christmas. Um, and both of them just did very, very well. Well, tell me, you've experienced some miracles in your life. You've seen others. Uh, you've witnessed miracles. Tell me about some of those. Well, you know, there are just so many, uh, we, uh, there aren't all Christmas miracles, you understand. But um, here, here's what I was, I was just telling somebody yesterday. My family and I went to Africa as missionaries um, uh, when my kids were still fairly small. And we thought we had, it was one of those kind of missions where you had to raise your own support and so on. And we thought we had everything ready to go. Uh, our, our plane reservations were there, everything in the uh, when I was at the mission headquarters, I said, no, you still need about $500. 
uh, before you can leave. And I thought, we're supposed to go the, like three days from there. I thought, how am I going to work three days? You know, three days, I just prayed. And I said, God, if you want us to go, it's up to you. We've done everything we know to do. And uh, I just kept praying. Finally, I got peace. Well, about an hour later, uh, I went to office, and there was some mail for me, and there was a check for $500, which had been sent out three days earlier. I thought, well, see, God's opened uh, the door before I even got around to praying for it. Wow. So that's one. Let me give you another one. Um, I came back from we came back from Africa, and uh, things were things were going okay. We didn't have any money, and uh, all, uh, we were there for six years, so the clothes we had were all totally out of date. Well, I was in seminary, and they had something called Mission Haven, and once a month, students could go over there and get free clothes. And I remember getting this pair of pajamas. I, I didn't really need it, but the man who was there he said, oh, take them. If that's your size, take them. It's okay. Okay, so I got them. And, um, oh, maybe two months later, we're going through a really financial struggle. Uh, we need $40 to pay a bill uh, that just had to be paid. And uh, I don't remember all the details. I just remember I needed $40, and I needed it immediately. And I was just struggling with God. Here again, you know, you just got to step in. And uh, that night, I went, and nothing happened. That night, I went to bed, and I opened them. Uh, they had the pajamas nicely folded, just almost like a st- from the store. And I, as I opened them up, two $20 bills fluttered out. And I thought, God, isn't that wonderful? I didn't need it two weeks ago when I got two or three weeks ago. I need it now. And now is when you provide. And so that's kind of the way my life has worked with God. You know, he's a supernatural God, and I just love how he meets the needs of his people. It's um, Those are great stories. I want to ask you, when did you discover that God gave you a gift to communicate uh, with the world through writing? You know, that's a good question. Um, Angel, I, I, you know, I can't remember when I didn't want to write. I just always felt that was something I need to do. Um, looking back, I realized that um, I came from a very dysfunctional family. My father was an alcoholic. I was sexually assaulted. You know, no worse than a lot of other people. But really a pretty miserable childhood. And the one thing that, well, the two things that saved me, kept me within the role of sanity as I went to movies, and movies tend to have happy endings and, and people who aren't like our family, uh, but most of all, I read. I taught myself to read. Uh, I was reading first grade books before I ever got into first grade. And, and, I, and I became an avid reader. And, uh, you know, there was just something about that. And finally, uh, when I was in school, um, I noticed that when I turned in essay papers, I got extremely good grades. And when I was in college and seminary, I got eight pluses on all those. And I finally thought, you know, Maybe this is where God wants me to go. And so um, after I finished seminary, I was a pastor. And I don't know if you ever heard of a writer named Charlie Shedd. Uh, he's dead now, but he was a very prolific Christian writer uh, in the 70s and 80s. And he wrote a book called uh, Letters to Karen and some others. And he came to Atlanta, where I live, 
was offering a, uh, a course, a non-credit course, for 10 Monday nights to teach us how to write. And I signed up for it, and of course I wasn't ready after 10 weeks, but he said, I think there are five of us out of 30, called five of us aside, and he said, I think you five are ahead of the others. I think you ought to do something like form some kind of a writer's group. So, so we did, and uh, nobody knew what a writer's group was, but I kind of figured out what I wanted, so I took over and ran the group for nine years. We called ourselves the Scribe Tribe. And, uh, Angel, I wrote my first article on the typewriter 18 times. Uh, kept giving it to my group. Uh, we were teaching each other. I was reading everything I could find about writing. But on the 18th time, my group said, okay, Cease, you can send it. I sent it, and within three weeks, I had a check for $30, which I was yeah, if it wouldn't have mattered if it was only a dollar. The fact is that I got paid for it. And I thought, you know, I can do this. And, um, you know, and, and I wrote more articles and got sold them. And uh, never thought about writing a book. But there was a woman, my wife, and I helped go through a very difficult divorce. And, you know, and she was a, a professional writer. And a publisher asked her to do a book. She said, I'm, I'm, I'm still hurting from my divorce, she said, but there's a young writer that I think you ought to look at his stuff, and uh, so they contacted me and signed my first contract, and that's how I got started. Wow. How many books now have you published? Well, um, I just had a new book come out with Don Piper called, uh, we did 90 Minutes in Heaven together, and the new one's called um, People I Met at the Gates of Heaven, Who Will Be There Because of You? And it just came out, and I have one more coming out. Uh, it's about a Marine who lost both limbs, both legs, and his left hand in Afghanistan called Standing Together, and that comes out in March. When that one comes out, it'll be a total of 140. Wow. Wow. Praise God for that. Well, you know, God gave me this gift, and uh, like, like you mentioned, and I just am you know, trying to be faithful and operating, and, and I keep asking God to teach me to write better. See, as you look back on your life and you reflect back, what have been some significant times of remembrance for you? About my writing? Yeah. Or in your life in general, some different, some very significant, um, just times of, of, where you've encountered God in such a way, like you shared about the financial um, miracles, but I'm sure you must have had some of those divine appointments, those God moments. Well, you know, every time I've been ready to take the next step, God seems to send somebody to me. Um, for instance, um, uh, I, I was writing, I was writing books and uh, it didn't. So, you know, literary agents came into play then. That we never had them much in the Christian market. I knew about them, um, but I was in a conference, and um, between sessions, there was an, a well-published writer. He said to me, "Do you have an agent?" And I said, "Well, no, I don't." I said, "You know, it's interesting. I've been thinking about one." He said, "Well, I know an agent that I think you ought to check with," and I did, and. Uh, uh, she took me immediately, and that was 21 years ago. But you see, the point is that I wasn't, before I even got around to doing anything, 
God sent somebody to point me in the right direction. Mm. That's why it's so important in the body of Christ. We need each other. Uh, we may not oh, yeah. be, might not be the ones to go, but we might be the ones to help someone else go, or we may be the person to open doors for someone else. But God, um, He has gifted every one of His people, and He wants us to work together um, to bring about building His kingdom. Um, yeah, that's right. You know, and um, Angel, one of the things I did, God has been so good to me, and I, I promised God in the beginning. Once I realized that God gave me the gift of me to write, I promised God two things. I said, God, I promise you I'll never stop learning. And I, I still read books and articles on writing. The other thing I promised God is, God, I will do whatever I can to help other writers make it. And uh, God's been so good to me. You know, I've got some books, several books have been bestsellers, and so I've made a lot of money. Well, I'm a very frugal kind of guy, and I don't need a lot of money, so I started a non-profit account to give scholarships to writers. And I, Angel, I will tell you this, that one of the most gratifying things in my life is when I get letters from people who receive scholarships. Sometimes it's three or four years later, but they'll say, you know, I went to a conference, had this burden in my heart, didn't know much about writing, I got a scholarship from you, and here's what's happened. And I can't think of anything that makes me more excited than that. That's awesome, Cease. You also do a lot of work and have done a work in as a pastor and in Celebrate Recoveries. We know that today people are losing hope. They feel like their addictions, that their um, they're shame, the things that they've dealt with, um, that they can't overcome it. Cease, you're a man that's overcome it, and you are um, a, a, an advocate for Celebrate Recovery. Is that correct? Yeah, and I just Celebrate Recovery... Uh... I've, I've, I've written three books on male sexual abuse because I had such a terrible childhood. Um, Angel, my, I, have, I had three brothers. They all died of alcoholism, and so did my father uh, and his father before him. Uh, I, I'm not sure why, except by the grace of God, that alcohol just didn't have that kind of lure for me. But, um, you know, it comes with this crazy, dysfunctional family, and, you know, somehow God just took me through after I became a believer. And, and one of the best things that happened to me is when I was, I told you earlier, after my conversion, I started going to a church and uh, I decided, just God sent me somebody I was never going to marry. And about three weeks after that, I met a woman at church and uh, she was what I call a cradle Christian. She never and know what it's like not to love Jesus Christ. And God sent her into my life. I married her. We, she, she died five years ago. We had 58 years together. Wow. Well, Cease, you told us about um, the next book. You told us about uh, that, that possibly could be a movie. Is that right as well? Uh, which one? The last book that you penned. Oh, yeah, the one that's coming out, um, it was called Standing Together about the Marine. Yes. Uh, several of my books have been made into a movie, Gifted Hands, I did with Ben Carson, 90 Minutes in Heaven. Uh, there's another one, I can't remember which one it was, but I had at least three that were made into films. Wow. Praise God for that. 
Well, is there any other nuggets you'd like to share with us um, today before we end the broadcast in prayer? What's some things that you would like to say um, to the listeners, maybe that's that's uh, even considering what's their next step? What would you say to them? Well, it depends on where they are. Uh, you know, one of the things I've learned, I, because I've been a strong person, self, you know, uh, uh, self-starting kind of guy, and in some ways a driven person. I'm, I've never had any problem taking initiative, although God always sends somebody to me. But, you know, one thing I've learned, it took me a long time to figure this out, is I need other people. I need God's people. And uh, my word to anybody is, if you're struggling, you don't know where to go, find somebody, just even one person you can trust, and just open your heart to them. And see what God's going to do. Um, let me give you an example. Um, I, I really had a hard time asking people to pray for me. I, you know, I pray for other people, but it's been hard for me to do that. So finally, uh, I picked 20, 23 people that I knew well, people I prayed for every day. And I emailed them and I said, I've got this one problem. Uh, I need some help. Would you pray for me every day for the next six weeks? And they all said yes, and and God took care of the problem. And it was so liberating for me just to rely on somebody else. And I think that's the way God planned it. Why do you think you had such a hard time to ask? Um, well, you know, I've been a professional, uh, the guy who uh, help, you know listens to other people, helps them with their things. And I, 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 it's part of it was pride. I think, uh, you know, uh, you need me, but I, I've got Jesus. That's all I need. I'm not really that arrogant, but that's kind of how it was. And I, I knew I needed prayer, but at times, but I just didn't know how to ask. And I think pride stopped me from doing it. Uh, but, you know, that that's the liberating thing. And see, that's angel. This is what's so wonderful about the Christian life. I keep learning, and. People who are facing struggles and hardships now, just think of it, this is a learning experience to draw you closer to God. Amen. And that's a lifelong journey. He changes us from glory to glory. Yes. Well, see, since we've been emailing and um, about today's interview, I noticed that you had written... Uh, on the bottom of your email, you had written something about forgiveness. Will you touch on that a little bit this morning as well? Uh, sure. I don't remember. I change my quotes every once in a while, but uh, one of the things that I've learned is, you know, if I really understand God's mercy, God's forgiveness, it teaches me, enables me to forgive other people. And I think one of the reasons people hold on to grudges and hurts is because they don't feel forgiven themselves. We, the way I put it, we can't uh, give someone something we haven't experienced ourselves. So uh, more than that, you know, I think we need to learn to forgive other people. So I've heard people uh, imply that, well, if I forgive them, they get a free ride. And, you know, it's, and I keep saying to them, it's not them. It's to free you. It's to take the burden off of your heart and uh, make you rejoice because otherwise every time you think about those people you're, you're tightened up inside and have bad feelings I, I don't want to feel bad about anybody hmm. 
So this would be a good time of year, it being Christmas, this would be a good time of year to let things go, to um, humble ourselves, uh, like you said, um, to ask if we need help uh, in processing the issues so that we can walk in forgiveness, and to, um, to be humble and to draw closer to Jesus, because that's what Christmas is all about, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Good point. Well, as we um, end the broadcast today, I just, this morning I was was thinking about the scripture in uh, Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we want people today to know that there is hope in Jesus, there is joy in Jesus, and there is peace in him. And as always, Cease, I'd like to end the broadcast with prayer. Would you take a few moments and pray for our listeners today? Sure. God, we're needy people. Help us to face the, our neediness and our need to turn to you and show us that we have to depend on you. And God, I just ask you to give us your peace, your joy, enable us to forgive those who hurt us and to love them and remind ourselves that uh, you told us to love others in the same way we love ourselves. So we pray this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And Father, I do pray as well that we would see, give us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying, that we can witness the Christmas miracles, the greatest miracle of all, of Jesus Christ, peace on earth, goodwill to all men. And we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.